Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell, and that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. So today I'm excited to have a, a new friend, and she's a fellow podcaster and author on the show, and we're going to talk about feminine essence. I want to welcome Steffi Joe. Steffi Joe, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you, Susan. I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation with you. Yes, this chat. This chat. So we and we have chatted before, and and we both have kind of synced up. We we. We speak the same language, it feels like, to me. Yes, I, I definitely feel the connection. And yes, we have the same language, the same, um, I think, connection and energy. I just feel your energy. And yeah. I, and the work that we both do, are, we're working with women mm -hmm. and supporting them in um, healing or uncovering their inner empowerment or, like you mm -hmm. say, their feminine essence. So yes. tell everybody a bit more about feminine essence. What does that mean to you? Oh, feminine essence. I mean, I just think it's a juicy topic to begin with yeah. in today's world, you know. But the feminine essence to me is who do we stand in our strength today? And the connection we have within, it's not about um, the feminine of yesterday. It's about the feminine today and her strengths. How does she use them? Where is she going? And the confidence that, that she brings to herself and others around her. Okay. I love that. I, I love, love, love that. And it is juicy. And, and so, but let's define for people because there's people of our era and then yes. there's people that are in their twenties listening to these mm -hmm. podcasts, right? So what is the old feminine and, and then this new feminine. I mean, what's the difference yes. that you see? You know, well, what I see is um, when I think about the evolution of the feminine and our journey, you know, our, our era, as you say, was the time that we were trying to make our mark and be uh, seen and heard in a man's world. You know, I, I come from being in business for 34 years and um, growing up in this man's world, in this masculine uh, world, and trying to make my mark as a woman. And in, in, the, in, in the past, uh, we have found that we, I, you know, what I observed and what I saw in myself is leaning on my masculine side mm -hmm. in order to connect and be seen by the men in the world yeah. in business. And I'm particularly talking about business, yeah. but I think it, you know, of course, goes in other areas. And so it was overdone. The, um, the feminine, the feminist, it was in order to make our voice heard, we had to really stretch out there and swing that pendulum to a greater one side, I don't know, left or right, you, you have to call on that, but to, to show our masculine and that we are strong and we can do this job and we burn the bras, you know? Yeah. 
you know, but it, it was necessary to make a point. Right. And I believe the feminine essence today is now bringing that, that pendulum back into balance. We understand we, we are, we were leading in our masculine for a reason. Yes. But today the feminine essence or the feminine sees and is feeling and finding her power within her feminine side. Mm -hmm. So can we, I want to track just a little bit further back about history yeah. about the, about the mm -hmm. feminine because mm -hmm. um, during the suffragette movement uh, and, and there's young people, I don't know if you've investigated, if you haven't, you mm -hmm. need to go and watch some of the movies that are out currently about mm -hmm. the suffragette, but the women just in order to get a vote, to have a voice, had to start marching and the men were not happy with that because most women at the late 1800s around the turn of the 20th century were still considered uh, subordinate and properties mm -hmm. of their husbands. So, so, the, mm -hmm. so the, it, it, it isn't just when uh, feminists stood up. It's, this has been ongoing right. um, to even go further back. But, um, mm -hmm. And those were women in skirts and dresses because they were not allowed to wear clothes. Mm -hmm. they, they, and they were just saying, hey, I'm a woman and it's okay. It's okay if I'm feminine, mm -hmm. I deserve a voice, I'm a human being, I'm intelligent, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. then we go forward to World War II when all the men were off to war and women were allowed to leave their kitchen, mm -hmm. their home and get a job in a manufacturing company to make mm -hmm. the things that were being shipped over so that we could quote unquote win the wars, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as the guys came back, the women were scooted out. Oh, now mm -hmm. it's time you go home to your, your kitchen, your you know, house and do what women are supposed to do. In the kitchen, mm -hmm. either barefoot and pregnant or with stiletto heels and a martini at the door when your husband comes home. So this is like, so when you talk about feminists, it was important. Women had to really, um, in a way th that men could understand, uh, embody a masculine energy, which is aggressive, which is competitive. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm -hmm. women really had to, and the, you know, and they start wearing pantsuits to work, you know, th so that they could, so that men would be somewhat open to women in corporate world and in, in, in a working world. Mm -hmm. So now what we're, thank God, yes. in experiencing is this divine essence you were talking about of the confidence and, and standing strong and, and but coming from a feminine mm -hmm. essence, not, the, not taking on the masculine mantle mm -hmm. at all. Or, or blending it. It's, are we blending yes. it, Steffi Joe? Yeah, I get so excited. And I, this whole conversation excites me. Because yes, it goes, it goes to, like, you know, back to the beginning of time. Let's talk about men in their DNA were made to provide and protect. And women were the nurturers. Yeah. And they took care of everything, right? They took care of the, the home and the, and the fire and the, the cooking. And so there was a balance. You know, there was a balance between the two energies. I call them energies, the, the masculine and the feminine. And then as we evolved, you know, of course, we're growing and things are happening and the, the world is changing and civilization is changing. And 
there is this, I believe, and this is just kind of um, hit me. And when I, when I speak about this is men at one point in their providing and protecting, they could no longer feel, they felt threatened. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. I feel somewhere in the evolution, they started to feel threatened. Mm -hmm. And a way to keep, keep the order is to keep women in, you know, in the home or the hearth or whatever it is. And, you know, that's not our nature. We take care of everything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we've just been going through the history and with this, um, trying to find, get back to a balance that we had from the very beginning and yeah. it's taken, you know, it's toll in, in many different ways and through the ages. And I think we're getting close to understanding the balance. And that's why we're in this conversation of the divine feminine or the feminine essence or this balance that the women are finding, because it's really us. We are the, the ones that need to, to find the balance and express it in a way so men are, they understand and they're not threatened. Yes. We threatened, we, we connected by wearing those pantsuits, okay? We right. connected and found a way to connect, but then we overused it. In my wow. opinion, we overused it and we started being men in a way, you know, with our, with the aggressiveness, the aggressive, we became aggressive. And this was out of, this is not natural. Yeah. And it upset the balance. And so it just didn't feel right. Women, it didn't feel right in the long term. And that's why we're in where we are now is women have come to, uh, again, back to this, this pendulum, they're like, that wasn't really me. I was not authentic. I wasn't feeling, I have this heart that was, was feeling a void because we weren't being true to who we are. And now that I think opened the way or opened the door to the conversation today about the feminine mm -hmm. and her strength. And for women to understand it, there was a concept that being feminine was weak. And, the, and what's turning around is the feminine has a strength Un, I think I think it can surpass the strength of a man in the energy of who we are. We are completely in control, but we lost our control somewhere along the way when we were not being true to who we are. Right, right. And when the imbalance occurred several mm -hmm. centuries ago, I would say three mm -hmm. centuries ago, I have opinions about that. We can talk about another time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Uh, and, and so what's, what's phenomenal is that we are here on the planet Earth at this time, all people, men and women, to experience that rebalancing of the masculine and feminine mm -hmm. energies. And, mm -hmm. and it's profound. And that's what's been going on, especially, I don't know about you, Steffi Joe, but the last five, six years has been so intense for people and we're seeing it out picturing in our politics here in the United States, in the economy, in uh, world issues that are occurring um, and women around the world are, are standing strong in their feminine essence, mm -hmm. which is wonderful to see. Yes. 
I, I think it's wonderful. I think we're, you know, we're, the conversation is, is here, it's open, and we're having it. We're, before, we're having it in, in um, I would say, in much bigger ways or uh, bigger audiences than we ever have before. And it's uh, just, uh, like I said in the beginning, this is just a hot, juicy topic. <laughs> Because it's it's it almost feels like it's a rebirthing of mm. um, or you know in in some ways it's a rebirthing but I also want to say it's it's an explosion of something that's so natural and it's an explosion of understanding finally understanding that you know the this balance the strength the you know what the feminine is really about and it's not, it's we're not hiding ourselves anymore mm-hmm. we're we're speaking our truth and we're not speaking we're speaking that authentic truth and it's not a truth of who we think we should be because right. that's what we did it's a it's an authentic truth of who we really are and there's so many, I love, I got chills when you said the explosion of understanding. I still have chills mm-hmm. just going down my head that, uh, be, because that, when I get chills that I know I'm hearing truth, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and what's uh, wonderful is we're seeing it. We've, we've been so, I've talked about this before, but we've been mm-hmm. so culturalized with the advertising, when advertising agencies mm-hmm. started to do their thing in the late fifties, early sixties, mm-hmm. there was always subliminal messaging, especially for women of this is how you're supposed to look. This is what you're supposed to wear. These are the cleaning things you need in your home that they knew that the women were the ones that had the bigger picture of, of life, right? Of family Mm -hmm. and all that. And so they sold to women. Um, And so now, so what, so that's 50 plus 60 years of being indoctrinated in a very subliminal way that Mm -hmm. I'm seeing, we're watching all the young uh, 20-somethings and 30-somethings and 40-somethings busting through that this is what you're supposed to look like or this is how you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be if you're a woman. Mm -hmm. I love that you don't, we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Of course, I still like my uh, my high heels. I, I I do feel empowered where I'm wearing high heels. Well, I mean, I think there's, that's, you know, there's something feminine about wearing high heels, you know, it's empowering. So anything that helps us feel empowered in our, you know, in our authenticity, why not? You know, so yeah. I don't think men feel empowered in heels, but no. women do. You know? So it's, you know, it's, it is just an amazing journey. I, I love, I, I watch my daughter. She's been such a teacher in this. Um, in, in my growth, she is, um, just turned 30 and, you know, watching her grow up through this and these changes, she, it didn't, um, she, what she taught me is it doesn't matter what the neighbors think. Uh-huh. She wrote, she wore different colored socks on the, you know, on each foot. You know, she was a little bit of a rebel, but this was the age was they were exploring and, you know, getting away from, you know, we have to be so, you know, perfectly, you know, dressed 
you know, um, like those commercials and everything through those years. But, you know, in my growing up, it's like, well, what will the neighbors think? You know, you, you've mm-hmm. got to be proper, you know. Right. And these children today, well, she's not a child anymore, but she's in her 30s. So that millennials, you know, it's we are being true to us. We're being yes. true to ourselves. And I, you know, that was such, um, you know, just such, such a joy to watch and appreciate and observe these younger children, these millennials now, and breaking through that. But it's, it speaks to where we are with the feminine. It speaks to, I think it's brought a strength to the women, uh, you know, of, you know, of our era and, you know, older, younger to speak out and feel, um, not only feel heard, but feel um, safe. Yeah, I was hearing safe too, because Mm -hmm. I know for me in my life that, you know, that when I was younger, if I spoke out, it was not safe, you know, it was, and, and, and fortunately, so many women have woken up that we can stand together in very, 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 very large groups now and say, this is what we're thinking. This is what we're feeling. And, and not out of anger all the time, hopefully, but out of just owning, having ownership of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, so one of the things that I've been working on within myself mm-hmm. and that I, I, you know, you always draw the clients to you that are wanting to do the work that you've done because mm-hmm. you've done the work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a lot of women that come to me and they're, they're feeling stuck or confused. And it's because um, they're not honoring themselves. They're not putting themselves first mm-hmm. because we have traditionally over the last several centuries, if not from the beginning, but I think when, when the imbalance began, we stopped honoring ourselves first and honored the other man, children, whatever parents. And there's a lot of women that come to my office now that are like, I'm stuck. And when we start talking, it's because they're not taking care of themselves first. They're not loving themselves first. They don't even know how to begin to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's, it's, um, and that was certainly my journey, learning how to love myself first, Mm -hmm. really challenging when you didn't have any behavior modeled for you on Mm -hmm. putting as a woman, putting yourself first. Yeah, I agree. That's where I came from. What I, um, I remember, and I had to break through that myself because what I kept hearing was, if you think about yourself, this is a little voice, then you are selfish. Don't yes. be selfish. You know, and that's the way I grew up. That's, you know, whatever belief and why I, you know, created that belief, whatever happened, if I thought about myself first, I was being selfish mm-hmm. and I did not, that was a bad thing. Yep. You know, yep. So, you know, it's, it does, it takes a breakthrough and a reprogramming yes. know, that, that voice. And, and, and people that are rebels, like your daughter, mm-hmm. were helping to bust those walls down yes. just by saying, well, this is who I am. And you know, you can take mm-hmm. it or leave it, but where I, mm, I wouldn't have done that. I was, you know, and, and I'm, you know, the, white anglo-saxon protestant white did i mention white so you know and i would imagine that's true for other cultures i have a very close friend who uh, is hispanic and it was the same thing you do not put yourself first you know so i would imagine it's across the board but 
boy, no, it was being appropriate and not putting yourself first and, and taking care of everybody else. So, um, Steffi Joe, you have a book that's coming out. It's actually going to be launched February 1st. Um, mm -hmm. And it's called Your Essence Undressed, How to Dress Your Confidence and Reveal the Real You. And that's kind of what we've been talking about already. I'm just kind of fascinated how we did that. It's awesome. So yes. tell, us about the, tell us why you wrote the book and a bit about what it's about. Okay. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, this book has... I would say it's probably been in the making since um, I really started my company back in about 2009. I had um, used to do workshops and it's all based on understanding who you are at that essence level. And at the time I didn't know I was talking about the feminine essence, but it's, it, it really was. It's understanding who you are at the, at the core level. But in that journey of understanding, what I found was that I needed support and I turned to supporting myself to get out the door and feel good about myself by what I chose to wear. Oh. And so I, I, had this, I had this idea of, okay, well, I'm working on myself internally. I am growing. I'm, I'm a coach. I'm... Um, was uh, learning about uh, healing with color and energy work. I became a Reiki master. I was doing all this inner work and still I was um, not confident. And it was a problem for me and not feeling good about myself. You know, of course I didn't want to do the self care and, and um, um, think about myself. <laughs> <Things> <laughs> And I'm growing and I'm healing. And on the other hand, oh, you know, I can't, you know, say too much about this, but it was just kind of a, a funny time in my life. But anyways, so I created, um, for me, I created a way to dress my essence by using the energy of who I am from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And what I found that this supported me in feeling good about myself. Mm -hmm. So I used the dressing as a tool. And it really transformed me at the time. So I wanted to bring it out and teach others. I thought if this can do it for me, help me with my confidence and you know, learn about who I am on the inside and what does that mean in the way I dress and, and connect with others. And so I developed a workshop and I started teaching others. And then I stopped. I had a life-changing event I divorced after 32 years of marriage and that kind of stopped me for a while. Yeah, <laughs> so, I get it. I totally so, get it. You know, and then when I came back to life, uh-huh, <laughs> so to speak, after that, I uh, this book was calling me to do. I didn't know if I I didn't think I would do the workshops again, but I wanted to get this information out. It, and I don't I think you can relate is I just felt called to do it. Yes. I couldn't think about anything else. So it took me a while, but I finally got it into print. And it's a book, not a, um, it's a book about understanding your feminine essence. It's a book about um, taking that and supporting the feminine with what she wears authentically. And I didn't know how I was going to do that because there's a, quite an interweaving yes. of the, you know, the energy of who you are with the, with the way you dress. But what I loved, what I loved about this is I'm, I uh, 
I studied quite a bit about, because I'm an artist for one, but I studied a lot about the psychology of color mm -hmm. and the science of energy. And if we can marry that, if we I can really take that on and embrace that and understand that we are energy mm -hmm. and our clothing is energy, then doesn't it make sense to, to wear what's in alignment? And it makes sense to, be, to me. Oh, good. <laughs> So now the challenge was, how do you put that into words into a book? But I finally finished it. And that's really what the book is about. It's, you know, your essence undressed, getting down to the nitty gritty of who you are. And then how do you dress it? How do you dress that energy? It's lots of fun. And I have lots of, um, I guess, um, information in there, you know, and, and I basically I put my workshop in the book. You know, oh, wonderful. So. I, I don't know if that was too much information. No, but. that's great. That's wonderful. So here's, here's my next question. Where can people find it in order to buy it? Do you have it up yet? Yes, it's on Amazon. Um, mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's not only in print, there is um, ebook. It's also on my website, www.expressyouressence.com. So it can be found there. And um, it's, yeah, February 1st. Oh my gosh. You know, that is, it's out in the world. It's coming. It's great. Talk, yeah. So talk about really embodying and leading by what you teach, right? Of standing up mm -hmm. and being confident and saying, here I am and being mm -hmm. authentic. That's what you're doing by uh, having, by now launching the book that you yes. wrote. That's that you were called yes. to do. I, yeah. I just, I celebrate you. I think that's oh. awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Oh, thank you more, so much. More women. I mean, this is, uh, for anybody that's listening, I mean, just to be inspired by someone like Steffi Joe or myself is it, so important because if we're doing it, that mean, to me, that means you can do it. You mm -hmm. know, if, if at, when one of us stands up, then we all can do it. And, um, and it's just important. And in whatever it is, whatever creative endeavor you're being called to express through, right? Mm -hmm. whether, yes. whether it's writing or painting or singing or dancing or working with little kids or, you know, whatever it is that, that is your soul's calling to express. I mean, to me, that's the ultimate empowerment. Yes. And, you know, I, I, what I love, Susan, is that here we are, you know, when we do that on our own and we're being authentic and we express and we, we let ourselves out to the world, that's, you know, there's that ripple effect, like what you're talking about. Mm. But here we are, two women on, on, you know, doing this and we're together speaking about it. It just, it brings me chills because the audience and the ripple effect is even greater. Yes. Okay. And the, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, so I have a quote that, that, that this is like perfect. I have to find it. Hold on, everybody, because it's yes. here. Um, oh, good. This is by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and she, it's from an article she wrote, We Were Made for These Times. Is, isn't that true, Steffi Joe? We were made yes. for these times. Yes. And um, she said, one of the most calming and powerful actions you can do to intervene in a stormy world is to stand up and show your soul. Soul on deck shines like gold in dark times. The light of the soul throws sparks, can send up flares, build signal fires, 
causes, causes proper matters to catch fire, to display the lantern of soul in shadowy times like these, to be fierce and show mercy towards other. Both are acts of immense bravery and greatest necessity. And, and mm. that's what we're all here to do now at this time, mm. is yes. to be our, true to our essence, our feminine essence, support others in developing that truth and and then also supporting reach sending it out like you said just now sending it out it just resonates out and then and men are also in that integration of the of the divine feminine is what i call it but the feminine essence you know it's not like only women have feminine essence and men don't that we both do that's why there's that yin yang symbol we got both of them and it's just how are we integrating both to create the whole person and live as a whole person Mm -hmm. yes what a beautiful quote yeah thank you thank you Mm -hmm. for allowing me to read that so um steffi joe say the website again where people can act access your book express your essence.com okay so go to Steffi Joe's website, check it out. Again, she's also a podcaster on E Women Network with me. And her show is called Feminine Essence. Listen to some podcasts. It's, it's very inspiring. And, um, and I'm going to share with you, with everyone, what it is I do. Um, and what I do is I work with um, women who have pockets of self-doubt and help them to um, find greater clarity and confidence. And we do that by something I call your empowered life journey. And um, I call it a journey because it's a journey I actually took myself to become empowered, come out into the second half of my life empowered. And so I'll teach you how to live a life of freedom and own your brilliance and claim your opulence by removing energetic blocks Um, You'll gain deeper courage and embrace the self-love that you already are and just be able to bring that out into the world. So if you go to susanburrell.com, you can see more of what it is I do and you can contact me through the website and we can have a conversation. Just kind of like what we did right now with Steffi Joe, huh? (laughs) Thank you again for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Susan. I so enjoyed it. I love your energy. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to susanburrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is. Namaste.